Welcome everybody to the next edition of the Pioneer Podcast presented by Centura Health. And we are really excited to be joined today by our new head coach of our women's basketball program, Dosha Woods. Dosha, welcome to the University of Denver. Thank you. Thank you for the official welcome. You know, I feel like it's been a long process, but I'm, I'm glad to hear those words come out of your mouth. Well, we're so excited that you chose uh, to join us here and we can't wait to get started. Uh, when you arrive on campus and start preparing for next year. Uh, we'll just start with a little bit of background about you so everybody can get to know you a little bit better. Uh, how'd you get started in basketball as a kid? Uh, how'd you pick the game up? You know, it's crazy. Uh, growing up, I didn't play organized basketball until seventh grade. Uh, my childhood best friend, Kizzy, she got a basketball and a hoop for Christmas one year. And I remember I, I acted like it was my gift, you know, and we, Kind of shared it. it would run around the neighborhood playing there's a men's league that we would kind of be the halftime entertainment if you will and then once i got in middle school we had a chance to play organized basketball and just fell in love with the game um, everything about the ball and really just through there i played a lot of different sports in high school um, but basketball definitely was my passion so i played that uh, for four years and then went on to barton county community college played there and then went to Western Illinois when I left there, played, and that's actually where I started my career. So I really got started early. I would date it back to my childhood and really just having a chance to share basketball with my best friend, and it kind of carried me through this far. And, and you said you played at Western Illinois, who's now a, a member with us in the Summit League, and so yes. pure school in the Summit League. What was your experience like as a student athlete? You know, I loved it. I loved it. I know, you know, Macomb has this rep to be this small kind of college town, but I loved my time as a student athlete there. And it was very similar to Barton County where I played and that, that's what drew me there. And then having the opportunity with Coach Crane, I was one of her first graduate assistants. She knew I wanted to coach and created a position for me. So then I spent my first three years coaching there. And you definitely have a different kind of pride when you play there. And I'm super excited to have a chance to go back to Macomb and kind of be on the other side of the court. Um, but I love being a student athlete there. And that turned into a, a really great career um, as, as a college basketball coach. And you've had the opportunity to coach at the Power Five level. Uh, you've been at Tulane for a, a good time there and been a huge part of the success that Tulane has had with women's basketball, serving as their recruiting coordinator. Your path as a coach, um, what have you learned and how have you grown along the way? Patience. Patience, patience, patience is, is the top of that key. Um, been, having the ability to listen. Um, listen not only to those that I'm working with, obviously that I'm working for, um, but just really been able to listen to the student athletes. Oftentimes because of technology, they come with different ways that they can do things, whether it's you know something that their coach is doing somewhere else or a teammate. So having the ability and the confidence as well to listen to that. I think early on in my career, I took myself way too seriously and I'm the coach and we have to do it this way. And you know, the last probably five, six years, I really have embraced that they may have a better idea, whether it's how to rotate in a drill or they see something that, you know, that will work for us. So those two things I would say having patience and just being able to to listen and having the confidence to embrace the feedback that they're giving me. And then to evolve even my my playing days to now I'm coaching the games has changed so much and not being stagnant. Every day is an opportunity to learn and I try to use that not only to learn from them but to learn from those around me. One of your main responsibilities uh, at Tulane was being the recruiting coordinator. And uh, you've been doing that for a while and, and a program that's had multiple 21 seasons, just a lot of success. 
Uh, what's been your recruiting philosophy at Tulane and how will that transition to Denver? Absolutely. I think here at Tulane, we did a great job of building relationships on the front end, uh, very similar to University of Denver. It's, it's um, academic based that you have to really take your time in the recruiting process, having some patience, making sure it's a great fit. One thing that I'm very proud of about my time at Tulane is we've had one transfer in 10 years, and it's really because we've done a great job of finding the right fit, uh, not only for the university, not only for our athletic program, but then the community as well. And I think you see that in athletes that I've had a chance to be able to coach and recruit. Uh, patients, but just finding athletes that want the best of all of these worlds academically, uh, being very serious about the weight that the type of degree that they can get from the University of Denver. Um, athletically, we want to compete. You know, we're there to have fun, but we want to be able to compete and win championships. And then, you know, when there's an off day, being okay to go, you know, see this festival and just have a social life. And Denver hits all of those things similar to Tulane. And we've had, we've had success of being able to just give that type of atmosphere by putting a student athlete first. We want to play basketball, we want to win, but we don't take ourselves too seriously. And what kind of style of play do you like on the court? I want it to be up-tempo. I want to run, run, run. I don't know if the players are like hearing that, how much we're going to run baseline to baseline, but I want to be able to have the ability to run and really have a, you know, five-out, four-out motion where we can just spread the ball around and everybody feels like they are involved and valued and invested in the court, that it's not one of those situations where I'm going to stand over here and, 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 and watch Carlton shoot the ball or something like that. So if we can get up and run, uh, but first and foremost, we need to figure out how we can play defense, and that's, that's going to be the foundation of what we are is really try to make it and create some havoc on our opponents of just you know 40 minutes of just why is your hand still in my face and um, I'm excited about that part of the game for sure. One of the things that you did a great job conveying to the search committee was this infectious positive energy that you have and that you bring to uh, really every interaction so where did that come from is that natural to you have you had to work at it uh, but it really does come across that you're serious about positive coaching, positive leadership, and being a positive person and influence on young people. Yeah, I've had to work at it. I'm gonna be honest with you. It has been something, again, coaching as long as I've had, as long as I've had, I've had a chance to kind of watch other people from afar, tweak things. And what really started, again, about seven, eight years ago, as I started giving our players here um, at Tulane, a kind of a feedback questionnaire of things that I can do better, ways I can be better as a coach. And they were really honest. Uh, some of them were brutally honest. And I appreciated that about them. But I also took that advice and it, it's made me a better coach. Uh, being positive, I think it's, you get 24 hours in a day and we can spend so much of our time kind of being bogged down. Not that we're not gonna have you know bad days or things like that, but every day you have a chance to start over, right? Every day is a new day and you have a chance to think about how you want to make the most of it. and getting here to this point, not only my career professionally, but just personally, has been a lot of hard work. And it hasn't come because I felt sorry for myself or kept my head down. It's really having that midnight role, uh, either celebrate or sulk when you have a bad day, but either way it goes, we get to start over the next day. And so I really have tried to model that um, every day. Again, not that I'm perfect every single day, but it really is, especially when you're interacting with, with young people. I think it's important for them to realize that we are going to make mistakes, but it is how do you respond from those mistakes? And because of my life experiences, both personally and professionally, I've been able to just, you know, evolve as, as a positive person that way because it's gotten me so far. 
One of the things that's uh, a balance in really high-level competitive athletics, which is you know at the Division One level at Denver, is this balance between the love and accountability uh, equation. And uh, we certainly have to have accountability and discipline, and we are here to compete to our very best ability. Uh, but it's also got to be from a place of trust. And so how have you built those relationships in the past and how do you plan on doing that at Denver? One thing that I'm excited to implement is really just our, our academic component where we'll have a chance to split our teams up in academic teams. Each of us assistants can take three to four players. And obviously you're talking about how you're doing in a classroom, but really this will give us a chance to spend some time getting to know them off the court. And oftentimes making sure that these meetings aren't just happening in the office, right? They come to the office, they think, oh, what did I do this time? They're trying to go through this imaginary checklist. And you just really want to see what they like to do when they're not playing basketball or how is their off day. So definitely excited to find places around campus that they enjoy. Um, you know, I know it's, not always going to be conducive to sit outside, but there's plenty of coffee shops where you can just have a chance to build a relationship that way. Um, not only that, but then once we are traveling as a team, really trying to figure out a way to incorporate some team bonding times, whether it's something as simple as a card game or there's lots of games via technology as well. We really want to have a chance that we can interact, you know, face to face, but having some breakout sessions, one on one sessions where they feel like Basketball is important, but they care about me as people. And that also includes, you know, I've spent time at probates. We've had players, you know, play sororities, and, and that, that was special to be invited to. Um, we've had architecture majors who's had, like, a big project, and she had to give a presentation. So I'm excited to really get to know our DU players and their interests off the court and be a part of that, that life as well. We had the opportunity to meet the team yesterday via Zoom, and they had the opportunity to meet you, and, and that was a, a great interaction. Uh, how will you navigate these you know, first couple of weeks over Zoom and trying to build these relationships? Well, thank God for Zoom, first and foremost. You know, it was, yeah. it was kind of awkward. Just everyone was super excited. I love their energy, though. It was just on Zoom. I was really impressed with how many questions they had. You know, I know it's been kind of a long process for them as well. And they didn't hold anything back. It was kind of just spitfire from the beginning, which I was impressed with. Uh, but we will spend a lot of time, you know, maximizing Zoom as best we can, having breakout sessions, having one-on-one -on -one sessions. That's probably my first order of business met them all that way, but I will spend some time calling everybody, FaceTime and if possible individually, 15, 15, 20 minutes. And then we'll have weekly, bi-weekly meetings and really just have a chance to build a relationship. If we're looking for the positives of COVID, is basketball is important, but it's not the highest priority right now because we're unsure of the season. So this will really be a great time for us to really get to know each other um, as people and just kind of talk about things that we have in common things that we want to achieve together as we start this journey. Dosha, you haven't just been satisfied to, to think about yourself and build your own career, which you've done a great job doing, by the way, but also uh, you've taken serving the basketball world and the industry uh, seriously. You've developed a mentor program. Can you describe that program and, and how you've helped young coaches and how that's benefited you? Absolutely. You know, I started, uh, WBCA had a mentoring program. They started a few years ago. And so I was a mentor, had a few mentees, and it kind of just grew from there. Uh, because of COVID, uh, the Final Four got canceled. That was actually scheduled um, here in New Orleans. So we were trying to figure out ways that we can still connect and network and got together a small group 
of young ladies and a, a couple guys that I've mentored and we started Zoom meetings. The first session we held were just some other head coaches that I have a lot of respect and admiration for, talked about what it's like to have this opportunity to, to work in different capacities, whether you wanted to be assistant or um, ops position, things like that. So they were about hour long Zooms. And from there we went to a recruiting, uh, recruiting coordinator panel and then building relationships. And it's been fun to just watch um, everybody grow in the group, really. There's some of them I'm surprised. I've been working for this opportunity. And so you have your short list when it's tired, time to hire someone and some of them have gone on to get jobs of their own. And it's been fun to just be a part of their growth. It's something that I am uh, super, super, super excited about just being able to mentor people and, and get a text and help them jumpstart their career. Speaking of that, after the Zoom yesterday with the team, uh, Claire was one of the ones who texted me that she wants to get into coaching. And I've helped our young ladies here at Tulane for the past 10 years get, it, get into the So You Want to Be a Coach So You Want to Be a Coach program with the WDCA. So I'm excited when she said that to just kind of be able to continue that and start my own kind of branch. So it's something that I don't take lightly. I, I have a lot of passion and pride for the game and I want to see it grow. And if that means helping young people and being there for them, I'm all for it. Doshi, when you think about uh, your life, your role as a leader um, and a coach, what are some of the, the key words or values or statements that, that you live your life by? A passion, passion and energy. I am super conscious of the energy that I, especially around people that I exude. I think it's so important to, you know, protect your energy at all costs, but then you also in charge of it. So those two things are, are, are what you'll see a lot with me, passion and energy. I'm super loyal, uh, sometimes to, uh, to a fault, but um, I'm very intentional. I, and that's what I've learned later on, especially in my career, is being intentional about my time with whether it's somebody individually and or professionally, just being intentional about what I'm doing. And then respectful of people's time. Um, I really um, have an appreciation for the time, even this moment that we're able to spend together. But uh, when 2020 started, my one word was value. And I, I wanted to bring value to different situations and make sure that if it's just this conversation for 20, 30 minutes, or somebody that I have talked to for five minutes that I can get some value out of that and I can bring some value to it. And from a competitive standpoint, we play in the Summit League and that's our path to the NCAA tournament. Uh, what's your, uh, what are your thoughts on the Summit League and, and how uh, our team can start to uh, continue our progress towards that championship? Absolutely. The Summit League is phenomenal. There's a lot of great teams and I'm super excited to just obviously most familiar with Western Illinois just as alum. I've paid attention to that team, but um, both the South Dakotas that you have a tradition, just a great tradition at those programs. And I, I'm excited for when people talk about the Summit League, they include Denver in those conversations really just find our niche that we can be able to compete in a lot of different ways. UMKC is coming back into the conference. So um, I'm excited as some teams that I'm familiar with and Denver has a lot of potential. I think we are unique compared to some of the other schools and just everything that we have to offer athletically, academically, socially, um, that I'm excited to, when people talk about the Summit League and who's gonna be at the top of that league, it's our goal that Denver's always in that conversation. Well, Dosha, we've talked all business so far. Let's have a little bit of fun. Uh, when you're yeah. not court coaching, traveling, recruiting, uh, what's a hobby? What do you like to do for fun? A lot of things. I am a person, I will dive into just random things. Um, yoga has probably been one of the consistent ones. I, I really love doing yoga. Um, I like to write poetry in, in my free time-ish. Poetry is has always been a hobby of mine since high school. 
Um, now, because of COVID, I've gotten the Echelon bike, so that really keeps me busy. It's similar to the Peloton, but it's, but it's different. And then I really just like to be outside and explore just like the local, um, obviously there's a lot of culture here in New Orleans, and I know there's a lot of culture in Denver that I can't wait to dive into, and just a local scene. I'm not one that necessarily sits still, but I will dive in head first to almost you name it. I've done triathlons before, I've done marathons, so I am one that likes to be active, and that's why I'm really excited um, as well to just keep that going off the court at Denver. Now, I can't run and do all that like I used to. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest, but I definitely will find a way to be active. Well, Dosha, thank you so much for spending a, a few minutes with us today, and I can't wait to continue this conversation more in depth in the future, and we'll do another one of these uh, when you get to campus. Uh, but we're so excited for you to be here. Thank you for choosing the University of Denver, and we look forward to a great future with you as our head coach. Thank you, and thank you for choosing me. I'm so excited about this opportunity, and I definitely can't wait to get started, to get there. And because of COVID, we'll make the most of all this situation, and we'll be Zooming for a while. Thanks, Dosha. Take care. Thank you.